So welcome everybody to the patch 6.1 notes. This is Crystal Core Radio in terms of the audio version. Uh, you're awesome and I hope you have a great day. Be sure to tune back in on Tuesday while we do a visual representation of the patch notes with the job changes and more. But let's go ahead and dive in as typical. We've got playable content, battle system updates, item systems, so many little things to kind of note and highlight. So let's begin with our playable content. In terms of quests, new main scenario quests have been added. And again, a little highlight of some video, uh, some great pictures and screenshots here. Newfound Adventure, uh, Disciple War Magic Level 90. The Rising Stones is where this kicking off with Ataru. Then you can see here one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Like to bop, 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 bop. Anyway, uh, the rest of the quests have been uh, have been redacted, so that is going to be uh, where we go from there. Chronicles: The New Era quests have been added. Myths of the Realm. We can see our boy Graha hanging out, and uh, this kicking off uh, mission in Mordona, level ninety, Old Charlan. Uh, a Disciple War Magic, a mission in Mordona, kicks off in Char Old Charland. Fresh Face Student is the NPC you want to talk to. Players must first reach a certain point in the main scenario. Quest, question, question, question. So this might, uh, based off of this requirement, sound like it's locked behind one of these mystery quests as well. Then we've got one, two, three additional quests to follow, all redacted in terms of its name. So we'll have to see how that goes. Additional role quests have been added. Bitter Snow. Level 90, Razad Han, Shirabat. Players must first complete the main scenario quest, Endwalker, the tank roll quest, the melee DPS roll quest, the physical range roll, the laid to rest magical DPS roll, and Evermarch Heavensward, the healer roll quest. So you have to knock out a bunch of quests to get that going. It has an additional three quests to follow, all redacted. So not to reveal spoilers. Uh, new chapters have been added to New Game Plus. The final quest in each chapter must be completed before it can be unlocked. Main scenario quest for Endwalker Part 1 and Part 2 have been added. Side story quest, role master quest for the, uh, it looks like, yeah, the tank, the melee, physical range, reaper quest, and healer quests have been added. Certain main scenario quests for A Realm Reborn have been revised. In accordance with the change of various dungeons and trials, certain quests have been revisited. These adjustments will not affect the overall story. For players progressing through A Realm Reborn, if you are currently undertaking a quest in A Realm Reborn, please refer to this duty list or journal, as you may find that that quest information has been updated. In the quest has been changed. You'll be asked to abandon it and to accept the newly designated quest. Uptime quests, or updated quests. <laughs> Uptime. Uh, Operational Archon and the Ultimate Weapon New Game Plus is also going to be affected by this change. When playing as a different character in an instant quest battle, actions on the additional hotbar can now be rearranged. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. The hotbar change will be reset upon playing an alternative character in an instance quest battle or upon logging out of the game. Character portraits have been implemented for battle dialogue during instance battle quests from the 5X series. Nice. Character portraits for battle dialogue and instant quest battles prior to 5.0 will be implemented in a future update. Then you got leaves. The uh, report area for a leave will now be displayed in the information section of the leaves journal entry. The following adjustments have been made to the journal entries for the Fisher Fieldcrest leaves. Uh, entries will now be displayed a method of fishing required to obtain the catch. The area uh, where the designated catch can be found will be displayed next to the location. Selecting map will display the desired catch's approximate location. Once the desired catch has been caught, the leaves report area will actually be displayed instead. 
Then, for Fates, new items are available in exchange for bicolored gemstones from the gemstone trader NPC in each area. For the treasure hunt, rewards of the Excitatron 6000 have been adjusted. The animation for the Decipher action has been changed. The Grand and Free Companies. New charge symbol options have been added to the company uh, crests. A new charge symbol option has also been added to the PvP team's quest. Then you've got new craftable items have been added to the company workshop. And we can see the wonderful gingerbread candy houses. So if anybody wants to replay their role with the Hansel Gretel storyline, you can now do so. The following additions and adjustments have been made to the subaquatic voyages. New areas have been added. New items have been added. And maximum submersible rank has been increased from 90 to 95. Plots on in the land of Ephraim can now be purchased. This is going to be lottery, just as a remember for every uh, reminder for everybody. All plots on the Oceanic Dana Center are now available for purchase. A lottery system for the purchase of land has been implemented. Further details on the lottery system can be found in the additional plots and purchasing guide. Uh, we've covered that a little bit here, but we might go into more depth into it on the, in the future. As a patch 6.1, all plots and the rewards will be subject to the lottery system. Every housing district will now have a dedicated wards for private and free company estates. To prevent the reselling of plots, players must now remain in a free company for a minimum of 30 days before they are allowed to purchase a free company plot. Players must meet this requirement for plots being sold via the lottery system. The designated price of plots will no longer be reduced over time. That makes sense. That makes sense. Furnishing from the Final Fantasy XIV design contest have been added. Entries that did not win have also been selected to serve as new furnishings. And you can see some of the really awesome designs right here. This is great stuff. Uh, new furnishings, uh, additional furnishings have also been added. So lots of stuff for the housing system. New orchestrarian roles. Location and duty names previously omitted to prevent spoilers will now be displayed. New aquarium fish have been added. New paintings have been added. New seeds for flower pots have been added. Uh, the Biragoda seeds. Biragoda seeds can be purchased from the following NPCs. Uh, basically, uh, look at the material survivor in the various different housing districts. That'll get you covered. For the Manderville Gold Saucer, new prizes have been available to purchase for the MGP. Players must first complete the Chronicles of New Era quest, Brave New World, in order to exchange for Pod 602's identification key. The following additions have been made to Triple Triad. New cards have been added, NPC opponents for Triple Triad have been added. The following updates have been made to the Rahathgar character. Regardless of your progression in the main scenario, these changes will be available when creating new characters, editing your character's opinion, uh, appearance using Fantasia, or hiring a retainer. New hairstyle options have been added. So you can see some options here. And what I would like to point out to you, based off of what I'm reading, is that you can edit these hairstyles via Fantasia rather than the Asthenian or the Athetician. So if that's the case, I guess they sell in more potions. <laughs> uh, certain options uh, that were previously designed as facial features, such as bangs and sideburns, have been moved to the hairstyle section. New facial features have been added. A new hairstyle option has been added to the male and female Viera as well. You can see that here. Duty support, uh, a system that allows solo players to tackle duties with a party of NPCs, has also been added. Icarus Prime says, disappointed. Oh man, they gotta make that. They gotta make that Fantasia money. <laughs> As somebody who is not like addicted to like Fantasia and changing and fashion, like that absolutely impacts me very little. However, I just want to say I'm my I'm very empathetic to the fact that that sucks. That it's a oh you want to change your hair on Hrothgar? Like hey, we have a premium version of a, of a race. 
Um, you know, and maybe that's just they worded it wrong, right? Like maybe that's just a translation issue. Um, I'm not going to necessarily like rage about it, but if it ends up becoming a problem, I'm sure Yoshi P will address it in a uh, in a letter in the future. Also, thanks for the three likes. Uh, appreciate that, guys. All right, let's continue on here. Uh, let's see here. Duty support can be used to progress through main scenario duties with a party of NPCs. As of patch 6.1, instant duties for a Realm Reborn, Shadowbringers, and Endwalker are supported. Duty support for 2.0, uh, X through Heavensward and beyond will be in future patches. Addressing the duty support system from a duty entrance, you'll see the symbol that we've all come uh, to know and understand. The duty support icon will display above the entrance of applicable duties. Select an entrance when choosing the option to enter the duty with a group or NPCs in the window that appears a new menu will display from which you can select register for duty to begin said duty you can see the screenshot and the images here pretty much what we've covered as a part of the live letters uh, in the past first select duty support under duty in the main menu and a list of available duties will be displayed in the window that appears select the duty to wish you enter to confirm which npcs will be accompanying you then select the register for duty the duty finder and trust menus will also be accessed by pressing the appropriate button at the bottom of the duty support menu for party selection, certain duties will allow you to switch out NPCs in your party. And this is indicated by the message that displays underneath your party members, member selection available. Uh, check out the, the party members and press the confirm button you on your controller to open the window showing a list of available NPCs for that duty. The duty support can be used to complete the following duties. Now, this is a uh, not all the dungeons in the game. These are the MSQ dungeons, and they're going to continue to work on the other ones as well. But you can see here from Sestasha to the Porta del Macra, which is essentially where they split up Praetorium into kind of two pieces of its kind of storied puzzle and things like that. So Realm Reborn, Shadowbringers, and Endwalker with the question mark being the new dungeon that we will see happening with this patch. The following additions and adjustments have been made to the trust system. Scenario mode, which allowed players to progress through the main scenario dungeons from 5.0 to 6.1. The party of NPC allies has now been incorporated into the duty support system. You may continue to challenge previously completed main scenario dungeons with a party of NPC avatars via the trust system. Then the unending codex has been added, giving players easy access to the compendium of vital information about the game in-game terminology and characters. You can see here the unending codex will be unlocked as you progress through the main scenario of patch 6.1 and new entries added as the story unfolds. Then the following additions and adjustments have been made to the Wanderer's Tales. Prizes available in exchange for Chloe's gold certificates of combination and silver combination and bronze combination has been adjusted. The message that displays when attempting to hand over the Wanderer's Tales journey with less than nine duties complete has been changed. The Wanderer's Tales uh, will now allow you to select from more than one duty to earn a seal. Completing any of these duties listed in the square will mark it as complete. For example, the objective labeled the Binding Coil of Bahamut turn in one has been changed to simply Binding Coil of Bahamut and in the completion of any turn will be counted in this objective. That makes so much sense, namely because you've just added, there's so much there. There's just so much that they've added in terms of content. Eventually it just gets to be ridiculous. So just like any of it, let's just, just get it check marked. Let's go. We want to make sure we don't end up overwhelming the uh, the list here. The following additions and adjustments have been made to the Faux Hollows. 
The World Eater has been switched out for Ultima's Bane Unreal. New items are available in exchange for the false leaves. The following adjustments have been made to the sightseeing log. The visual effect for completing an entry for Vistas has been changed. Uh, Vistas will now be categorized by expansion. That's handy. Uh, new emotes have been added. Yay! <laughs> Battle system changes. Miscellaneous adjustments and actions, traits, and status effect descriptions have been made. No changes have actually been made to their effects. Uh, the following addition and adjustments have been made to job gauges. The appearance of the dancer's A-spirit gauge, was, uh, when filled to 50 or higher, has been adjusted to be more discernible. The sound effect played when a bard's soul voice gauge reaches 100 is now uh, also played when the gauge reaches 80. Moreover, the new visual indicator has been adjusted and, and when the ga gauge reaches 80. A new dungeon has been added, and it's hidden. Uh, this is uh, looks like level requirement, obviously 90. Uh, 516 above is the item level requirement, uh, four players, 90 minutes, and it's going to be a part of the main MSQ, so just kind of have to keep an eye on for that. New trials have been added, the Mistral's Ballad and Singer's Aura. Uh, this is uh, the obviously the extreme version, level requirement is uh, from a gear score is 580 or above. Uh, and you're going to have 60 minutes to complete. Uh, after completing the main scenario quest, Endwalker, speak with the Wandering Minstrel uh, to unlock this uh, this fight. The totem received upon completing this trial can be exchanged for rewards by speaking with Navis at Reset Han. Ultima's Bane. Ultima's Bane Unreal can only be accessed via the Raid Finder. Level requirement is going to be 560 gear score or above. Uh, level item sync here is going to be uh, 565. And uh, yeah, that's going to be it. Requirements is obviously uh, Disciple of War level 80. Uh, Painfully Ishgardian Man is going to be your NPC in Idlyshire. And the players must first complete the main scenario quest Shadowbringers and the quest Keeping Up with the Alipos in this regard. This trial will be unlocked automatically for players who have completed the quest Fantastic Mr. Foe prior to 6.1. Players can now be revived in battle after being inca uh, incapacitated by uh, falling in the following duties. Whoa. Uh, the Naval Ever Reap, the Naval Extreme. Interesting. Players can now be revived in battle after being incapacitated by failing. By falling. Falling. I don't. I'm dagamized. Uh, in the following duties. Holy smokes. All right. Well, there, there. That's. Man, that took a long time. The Naval. Like, getting knocked off was you're done. <laughs> uh, I wonder how that's gonna I wonder how that's gonna feel I, I honestly do I wonder how that will feel the following adjustments have been made to the battle against Hreisfelger and Sorak Hall the area platforms will no longer be destroyed damage inflicted by uh, cauterize has been increased the weekly restrictions on rewards and pandemonium Aphalos has been removed thank you very much the number of unsung blades of asphodelos required to exchange the dismissal tonestone has been reduced from seven to four gunbreaker dancer reaper and sage weapons are now available from coffers that appear after completing the mistral battle and its thorns reign the alliance raid dungeon alaga has been added and this is for uh 565 gear score uh and this is going to be 120 minutes which like on next week people will be hitting that uh, it's going to take some people some time to, to finish that up. Uh, this is obviously as a part of the Chronicles of the New Era, uh, a mission in Mordona. So you must complete that quest to unlock this. Uh, parties matched automatically via the Duty Finder will comprise of one tank, two healers, and five DPS. You can only receive one word, uh, reward per week by completing this duty. In the event you are rewarded an item from the loot list, you are English for right to buy for all remaining items, regardless of whether you selected need or greed. 
Each party in the alliance will receive their its own treasure chest, and the contents of which will be identical regardless of the, t the route taken. Upon completing Alelga, uh, players will also earn uh, a separate reward once per week, two cracked Athletic Clusters, and one Alligan coin. The coin can be exchanged with uh, Razahan for items, uh, equipment, and purchased with the tombstones of astronomy uh the items required to exchange equipment purchased with the tombstones of astronomy radiant twine and radiant coating can be purchased from the following vendors you have jackless sky uh Rosset han and old shard land uh this is uh you're looking for the sacks and nuts or the coins uh in this case upgrading equipment after acquiring the items in exchange for your items jaxla wisma and nesava speak with kaladin in Razad Han to exchange for the augmented gear of your choice. The following duties have been added to the Raid Finder, the Mistral Ballad and uh, Singer's Aura, and Ultimate Spain Unreal. The following duties have been moved to the Duty Finder, Mistral's Ballad and Zodiac's Fall, and Mistral's Ballad Heidelin's Call. Uh, players will now receive the power of the Echo in the event of all party members are incapacitated during the following trials, the Dark Side, the Mother Crystal, and the Final Day. Each time a player restarts the aforementioned trial, they will be granted 10% echo effect boost, and this increases each restart up to a maximum of 50%. If a player restarts after battling for less than three minutes, they will not be granted this effect. The Minstrel's Ballad Zodiac's Fall and Minstrel's Ballad Hydaelyn's Call, and each time a player restarts the aforementioned trial, they will be granted a 5% echo effect boost that increases each restart up to a maximum of 25%. If a player restarts after battling for less than three minutes they will not be granted the effect hey what's up mystera says hey brian this patch is really good i'm busy going uh for the platinum very nice uh just got one for the thousand alchemy items <laughs> cheers to that that's amazing mistra wonderful news and, and good luck that's awesome all right uh, the location of enemies in the following uh, arena uh, areas have been adjusted. Mordona, Thavnir, and Ultima Thule. The following adjustments have been made to the duty roulette expert. Dead Ends, Smile Tron, and Sigma Dreamscape is now going to, it looks like they're going to actually have the new dungeon as a part of this cycle of four. Makes sense. So right now we'll have a, uh, an expert roulette of four, and then essentially they'll start to shift those off in the future. So again, now the expert uh, has been increased from 540 to 560 as the minimum gear score that is needed to do that. The following duties have been added to the duty roulette mentor, the Porta and uh, Decromacra, uh, Alga, and then whatever the new one is. Uh, following changes made to the duties in the main scenario, the duty of the Praetorium is no longer counted as complete. Players must recomplete the duty to unlock duty roulette mentor the challenge of the duty with an unrestricted party a vote to abandon the duty may now be initiated at any time the following trials have been added to stone sky and sea so you can see here uh level 60 70 80 and 90 and then mistral's ballad and singer's aura the adjustments have been made to the graphics collision in certain dungeons in a realm reborn adjustments have been made to the following dungeons in trials Copperbell mine the content of the Battle of Krotos has been adjusted. The content for the Battle of Ekeros has been adjusted. The content with the Battle of Gius the Great has been adjusted. Certain dungeon mechanics have been adjusted. The Thousand Malls of Totorak, certain mechanics of the Battle of Graphis has been adjusted. Extensive changes to the general progression through the dungeon has been implemented. Hawk Manor, the content of the battle with Lady Adamine has been adjusted. After the battle with the Manor Steward and Manor Jester, 
An objective allowing players to warp back to the starting point will now appear, and the position of the certain monsters has actually now been adjusted. For Brave Fox, the content of the Battle of Aratel has been adjusted, the positioning of certain monsters has been adjusted, and the map layout has also been adjusted. The Darkhold, the route through the dungeon has been adjusted, when uh, and the positioning of certain treasure coffers has also been changed accordingly. The Stone Vigil, the content of the Battle of Karushahi has been adjusted, the difficulty of certain mechanics has been adjusted or eased, and the battle with uh isabrant blind then you have cape westwind the duty has been changed to an instance quest battle to be undertaken solo for the castrum meridium maximum party size has been reduced from eight to four the content of the battle with the black elf has been adjusted the content with the battle for the magitech vanguard has been adjusted the content for the battle of liva and Zas junas has been adjusted and extensive changes into the general progression has been implemented. And finally, the Praetorium. This is These are some big changes. Maximum party size has been reduced from 8 to 4. The content of the battle uh, with the Mark II, Magitech Colossus, has been adjusted. The content for the battle of Nero Tolscalva has been adjusted. The content for the battle of Gaius Van Balsar has been adjusted. The battle with Ultimate Weapon has been removed. The battle with Lalhap Rea has been removed. Extensive changes in general progression have been implemented. The ability to skip certain cutscenes has also been added. Woo, baby. Since we on mentors, I really think either remove rewards or being one of it make it solely to, for helping players. That's what mentors sh should be about. Yeah, when you get those, uh, get that kind of reward track, it, you kind of get a mix of everybody in that regard. Spray flocks, map layout is pretty weird. Very true. What's up, Fido? Oh, no. The hardest trial in the game reduced as a duty. Yes, this is this is what's been happening. If you guys want to experience it one last time, be sure to knock that out this weekend. All right, the battle with the ultimate weapon has been removed from the Praetorium and has been instated as a new trial, the Porta del Macrota. Players who have completed the main scenario quest, uh, that's just basically following the Praetorium now. Cape Westwind, the battle with La, uh, and the battle of La Habrea and the Praetorium have been removed and each have been reinstated as separate instance battles. The amount of algae and tombstones earned from the following duties have been adjusted. So before uh, you would get 200 poetics, now you're just getting 100. Uh, the Praetorium, you would get 200, now you get 150 poetics. So not a massive cut, 50% here and 25% cut here. The following changes have been made to the duties unlocked by using Tales of Adventure or Realm Reborn. Cape Westwind has been removed. The Porta del Macra now has been added. The display for target indicators for certain battle mechanics has been adjusted to the following duties. Brave Flocks Hard, Tamterra Hard, Circus Tower, and the World of Darkness. The duties listed within the Duty Roulette main scenario have been changed as follows. So now you can see here Porta de Macra has been added, um, you know, basically to the list because I kind of split that out. The rewards have also been adjusted. You can see here uh, 300 tomes is now down, is now 350 tomes. 100 uh, aphorism is still 100 aphorism and 50 uh, astronomy is still 50 astronomy. It will take longer uh, it will, uh, to screen to, dar uh, to darken after a party KO during the following duties. Interesting. This is an experimental feature that will allow players to grace period to better identify and understand the reason behind a party KO. It may be applied in other duties otherwise adjusted in the future. So you can see here with the raids. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if that has any real impact. Any real impact. That's, I, I'm very curious. I, I want to see that firsthand and, and see a side-by-side -side of that one. I don't know about you guys. As a measure to prevent illicit activity, the timing of contact prohibition and escape prohibition in the Epic of Alexander Ultimate has been adjusted. 
The following adjustments have been made to the Boshan's southern front in Zadnor. The Lost Finds cache has been added near the starting point of the Battle of Castrum Lactus Latore. A Lost Finds cache has been added near the starting point of Delareda. Experience points earned by completing the Battle of Castrum Lactus Latore have been increased. Experience earned by completing the Delareda have also been increased. For PvP, this is what I'm going to be just jumping into personally speaking so if you guys are curious like on tuesday i'm planning on streaming a little bit and it's going to be spoiler free i think i'm just going to sit in pvp on tuesday i'll jump into the raid and i'll jump into the msq maybe later that week i'm just i think i'm just pvping heads up the following duties have been removed feast 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 has been removed i'll shorten it up for you Rival Wings has been temporarily unavailable due to balance adjustments. The new type of PvP match between small teams, Crystalline Conflict, has been added. This is 5v5. Pits teams against Astra and Umbra against each other in a tactical confrontation. Each team may have up to 5 players in total of 10 in the match. Teams are challenged to maintain control over the tactical crystal, which must be transported to a designated location amid the heat of battle. There are three arenas currently available. Uh, and that I like that we have three arenas. Like, at the end of the day, like not three modes, three maps with the same rules this is open to anyone who's completed a quest pup no longer for the grand company uh so basically level 30 and you can open up the new pvp system uh, after unlocking crystalline conflict proceed to the following quest as an explanation of relevant duties and rules of engagement crystal lines call and this is going to be in the wolf's uh pier also what's coming back is the garo event guys be, be excited about that because i'm so happy that's coming back you're going to want to make sure you take advantage. And again, thank you so much for the 11 likes as we continue this epic patch notes reading. All right. Rules. The rules of engagement are outlined below. Five minute rounds, guys. Like this is going to be fast. So as long as these maps, uh, as long as these uh, modes pop off, I think that's going to be very valuable. But if you have to wait 30 minutes just to play five, then they're going to, then PVP is going to struggle. I think though, because of the role restrictions being removed, I think that's going to mean that we're going to get fast matches for sure. What's going on, Chili? How y'all doing? Awesome. All right, let's go into it. Uh, casual matches, uh, results no longer bearing on your ranking in Crystalline Conflict. Custom matches, uh, results have no bearing on your ranking. Register with two parties of five players via the Duty Finder, and there are no restrictions on party composition. Register solo via the Duty Finder. Results will influence your ranking in Crystalline Conflict. There are no role requirements. Yay! For Crystalline parties. However, matchmaking will ensure that no two players have the same job within a single party. Beginning the match, participants would be divided into two teams and transported to their respective starting points. After 30 seconds waiting period, the match will begin. Only quick chat will be available during uh, casual ring matches. Custom matches allow for standard chat features in addition to the quick chat. Anticipation players will be returned to their base after a short delay, and they will be allowed to rejoin combat when their HP and MP are fully restored and all action recast timers reset. When participating in Crystalline Conflict, all player attributes will be updated to their PvP counterparts. The use of the following is prohibited while participating in Crystalline Conflict. Class or job changes, chocobo companions, mounts, teleportation, returns, items, and gear changes. Players who abandon a Crystalline Conflict match, not including players who join a match in progress or are vote kicked, will receive a penalty. Players are also penalized, will be unable to use the duty finder for 30 minutes. 
Players inactive for over a period of two minutes will automatically be removed from play. To win, one team must move the tactical crystal from the center of the field to the goal point. If neither team accomplishes this during the time limit, the match will proceed into overtime. The team with the greater progression score must keep the entire opposition team out of bounds of the tactical crystal for three seconds to win. The team with the lesser progression score must beat the opponent's progression score during overtime to win. Neither team can fulfill the overtime or victory requirements. The match will end in a draw. All important object-based place in the arena counterparts is called a tactical crystal. A tactical crystal will remain bound until the first 30 seconds of the match have passed. Once the tactical crystal is unbound, a ring will appear at its base. Should one team be fully in control of the ring no, uh, with no members of the opposing team present within the bounds, the team will be able to move the crystal. The crystal can only be moved along the crystal line, a dedicated path in which the arena. This movement will be halted when combatants of both teams are present within its bounds. When combatants are, will neither team be present and the crystal will move back towards the counterpart should the tactical crystal be wrestled from your team's control and you manage to reclaim it the crystal will travel faster when moving back through the stretch of the line your team has been moved once before checkpoints can be found halfway between the center point of each team's goal upon reaching a checkpoint the tactical crystal will stop moving the team attempting to clear the checkpoint must remain in the crystal's ring until the clear progress reaches 100%. The gauge will only increase so long as the team holds control of the ring. A greater majority of party members in the ring will hasten the gauge progression. Should the opposing team have a greater majority at any point in the tactical crystal, will begin moving in the opposing team's goal. However, any progress made in clearing the checkpoint will not be lost. The crystalline conflict arenas include a variety of tactical useful elements that make matches more dynamic. You have sprint zones, the palantra and volcanic heart feature unique paths suited to running. Entering these sprint zones will grant the effect of swift sprint, greatly increasing players' movement speed. You have jump glyphs, Cloud9 is equipped with jump glyphs. Stepping into a jump glyph will rapidly transport you to a specific location on the field. Then you have arena effects like eruption, volcanic hearts like Bomberman. Uh, volcanic hearts periodically erupt, scattering self-destruct bombs across the field. Those who fail to avoid their explosive radii will take damage. Bomb cores will remain at the sites of the bomb's destruction, granting those who acquire them bonuses to damage dealt and limit gauge increases. Arena effects, turbulence. Uh, players cast up on the air by Cloud9's periodic turbulence will take damage. Gotta rock the mug. Gotta rock that mug. Uh, those the location uh, factors indicate uh, markers on the ground. Those who do not wish to be flying can negate the effects of turbulence by using guard. Turbulence also leaves behind a twister at the site of where it occurred, and it can be confirmed on the map. Stumbling into these twisters will result in damage and a knockback. <laughs> I gotta get this coffee in me. I, I do. Uh, I do have some water, but I will actually refresh that before I switch over to Twitch and and do some uh, six point one prep. All right, medicine kits. Each arena will be equipped with medicine kits. Accessing these kits will restore 50% of the player's HP, and each can also be claimed by only one player. Medicine kits cannot be claimed by anybody's HP is at 100. Each kit can only be claimed by one player. The kit has been claimed. A replacement will be generated after a set period of time has passed. Seasons are periods of time in which players compete to earn the highest tier and crystal credit ranks as possible. Announcements can be made on the Lonestone making the beginning and the ending of each season. At the end of each season, players with significant rank and receive uh, season rewards per and participants' current rank are displayed on the Lonestone during the season. Please note that ranks will be reset 
between seasons. For ranked matches, the bronze through diamond are divided into into risers and the number of risers per variable. So a player tier represents their standard and hierarchy of the conflict. Unlike the feast, players cannot be demoted over the course of a season. As such, players unlike unlike the feast player like i thought yeah you know anyway uh retain the current standing even if losing a match immediately after promotion to higher tier the bronze through diamond tiers are divided into further risers and the number of risers per varies and you can see the list here uh with none bronze silver gold platinum diamond and then finally crystal rising stars the new pvp ranking system uses rising stars rather than ratings to indicate progress within an unranked and diamond tiers when you win a ranked match you will gain a one rising star similar a loss will remove a star. Once you have earned the maximum rising stars for the riser, an additional win will allow you to move up, uh, up a riser. Winning a match when you have three rising stars will allow you to move up a riser starting with riser uh, the rising star. After reaching a top riser or a tier and earning three rising stars, an additional win will advance you to the next tier, starting at the lowest tier with one rising star. Winning three matches in a row will apply a streak bonus, netting you two rising stars per win. Earning a streak bonus while you possess two rising stars will allow you to move up a riser or tier depending on your current overall standing. While it is possible to move or up or down to a lower riser upon losing a match, you will never drop uh, down to a lower tier during a given season. Moreover, you cannot lose rising stars while you are unranked. There is one tier above diamond, the crystal tier, and when ranked in this tier, your skill level will be reflected by your crystal line credit rather than rising stars. Your crystal credit score will increase by 100 upon winning a match and decrease by 100 after losing. Significant differences between your team and the opposing team's average credit will increase the amount your score changes upon a win or a loss. Streak bonuses do not apply to crystal credit. Woo! Woo! If they are listed, they haven't shown them off. So regarding rewards, uh, we'll see if the uh, if the notes show them off or if we have to continue to wait a little bit further. New reward system applicable for all PvP content series milestones has been added. The series milestone system provides unique rewards to players who participate in PvP given uh, in a season, a period of time lasting a duration of one major patch, e.g. from the release of 6.1 to the release of 6.2 as an example. From the release of patch 6.1, participating in PvP content will earn you a series XP. This will increase your series level. Increasing your series level will unlock various series rewards. Series level. The maximum series level is 30, though you may continue to accumulate XP and extra levels after that. Each series lasts for a predetermined period of time. After a series ends, a new one will begin, and the available rewards will change accordingly. Though the system, the though the rewards during one series can be claimed during the next, make sure to check your series milestones and claim any earned rewards in your PvP profile. For your trophy crystals, a new uh, currency has been added, and this is uh, added to the series reward. And trophy crystals can be exchanged to the Wolves Den. Uh, for a variety of items. The following changes have been made to the Wolves Den Pier. Shop NPCs and available wares have been adjusted, and then Guni Zalguri, a crystalline conflict attendant, offering an explanation uh, explanation <laughs> of the rules has been added to the Wolves Den Pier. The following duties have been added to the PvP section for Duty Finder, Crystalline Conflict, Casual and Ranked, Crystalline Conflict, Custom. I'm excited about customs. We'll have to be doing those together uh, as a community. I'm very, very, very much looking forward to this. 
All right. The Party Finder custom match options of the Feast have been replaced with those for Crystalline Conflict. In accordance with the removal of the Feast and the implementation of Crystalline Conflict, quick check options have been adjusted. Sorry, going ahead, falling back, moving Crystal, push Crystal, covering target. The following quick uh, chat options have been removed. Offensive supplies, defensive supplies, things basically those that are related to the feasts themselves. The following quick chat options have also been adjusted. Hello, good match. Thank you, etc., etc. In accordance with the removal of the feast implementation of the crystalline conflict, the following UI elements have been adjusted. PvP profile, introductory PvP profile pop-up window. I really want to see more stats. I really want to see more stats when it comes to it. Season 1 of Crystalline Conflict will begin. The collaboration with also the television series Garo has also been being made available once more. Uh, trade for Garo items by speaking with the disreputable priest, the Wolf's Den, and the Gold Saucer Attendant. Uh, the following adjustments have been made to this edition in the collaboration. The Gunbreaker and Reaper gear have been added. Samurai, Red Mage, Gunbreaker, Dancer, Reaper, and Sage achievement titles have also been added. New items have been added. You can see here the front and the back. Nice little golden, golden locks there. And new recipes have been added. Now I see some uh, I see some chat regarding on the question of FOMO. I don't I can't I there's a this what's called natural FOMO and there's artificial FOMO if you're missing out. I'm going to be very honest with you guys how it makes me feel uh, and it could make me feel nothing or I could be very frustrated by just the fact because even still the rewards you can get them in the next season but they do say that they'll be switching those in and out. If there is a cycle of them coming back, it's not going to be that bad, but if it's you have 8 months that should be plenty of time, but if it ends up adding like an artificial sense of stress on me, I'll, I'll let you guys know. I'm very weird when it comes to that. It, 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 you know, so that's that's something I'll be testing out over the course of the next couple of months, um, especially as that makes me feel because that's just what I do. The classification of the following items have been changed to rare. The Coblin Larva and the Kitagoria. The following items can now be equipped regardless of gender and a massive list Highly recommend you guys look over this regarding the notes themselves because there's just a whole list of equipment that is now genderless. The item of exchange and upgrade equipment to level 580 equipment to 590 has been added. And this is going to be at Razat Han. You speak to Rashini. And then you see acquiring upgrading gear. Confirm your requisite number of Hashini certifications. Upgrade one import and crucible rain for your desired gear by speaking with Rashani and Razat Han. Uh, her uh, certificates of grade one import uh, will exchange for 580 equipment. Crucible Rain will also be received from Hashani in exchange for the Algian Tombstones of Algorithm and acquiring the requisite number of Hashani certificates and uh, the Crucible Rain to speak with Rodney to exchange this gear. This is the custom gear. This is the, the, the handcrafted gear, so you can upgrade it to a high-quality uh, 590 item. The items have been added to the inventory in Calamity Scavengers. The animations following Disciples of Hand and Land have been also adjusted. You also have the uh, applicable to all crafter classes. Observe. You can now be able to check the required collectability of crafted items during synthesis and trial synthesis. The animations following Disciples of Land's uh, actions have been adjusted. So Botanist and Miner, Scour and Metilius Woodsman and Prospector, Fisher, Powerful Hookset and Precision Hookset. The icon for the botanist actions collector's focus have been changed. New items have been added to the gathering. New fish have been added. The requiring for catching fish via spearfishing have been added to the fishing log. The text color for custom deliveries has also been adjusted. Fishers will earn the greatest possible rewards when submitting large-sized fish for custom deliveries. The following adjustments have been made to glamour plates. Maximum available glamour plate has increased from 15 to 20. So hopefully that is something that y'all have been excited about. 
Let's see here. The level cap for the synthesis has been increased from 580 to 590. Oh, yeah. And, and Mysterio says, oh, if they're on a rotation, perfectly fine. Totally agree. Like, if you got eight months to get an item and then it's away for eight months and then comes back, I like that. I like that Garo's coming back. I think that's a healthy thing to have. Um, but when it's gone forever, I, I don't know. Like, that's why I want people to have the opportunity and I don't want people to feel like, oh my gosh, I can't not take a break from 14, you know, if they needed it. New mounts have been added. Ooh, baby, look at that one. Freaking Sphinx. Uh, new Chocobo Bardings have been added. Uh, new Minions have been added. Uh, Chris is obsessed with this dog, so we're going to have to figure out how to make sure that he gets one. The following additions and adjustments have been made to fashion accessories. New accessories have been added. You get the sunglasses. New uh, change emote pose is now available when using fashion accessories, so the parasols and all that. The layout of fashion accessories window has been adjusted. Additionally, an icon for the change pose mode has been added following the cycle through a series of different stances. Regarding the system, the listed order of customization options during character creation has been adjusted. The adjustment has also been applied to character customization after using a vial of Fantasia or when selecting a retainer's appearance. The following additions and adjustments have been made to the market boards. A new subsection of miscellaneously register, registrable miscell miscellaneously has been added that items of uh, <laughs> that obtain register something else, such as minions or Arcasturian rolls. You'll be able to filter search results to show only unobtained or unregistered items. The subcommands add to wishlist and add to favorites will now display a number of currently registered entries. The number of items of entries exceeding the allowed amount will become unavailable to use the subcommand. The number of registered entries versus the total number of available slots will appear in the log window when you add or remove them from your wish list or favorites. Similarly, the editing and the crafting log favorites and the number of registered entries versus the total number of available slots will appear in the log window. The following additions and adjustments have been made to the retainers. Level ranges for ventures are now ordered from the highest level to the lowest. New ventures have been added. New items can now be obtained from quick exploration ventures. You will now be notified of items placed on the market become prohibited or obsolete, and you may now create retainer comments. You may compose a customization message of up to 90 characters for each of your retainers. Retainer comments are visible only to you. Well, that's nice. That's nice. That's nice to remind me of what the heck I'm doing. That's so nice to remind me of what the heck I'm doing. The following additions and adjustments have been made to the achievement of titles. New achievements and have been added. Certain duties can now count towards the completion of achievements. So you see here a Mistral Ballad and Ultima added to these ones as well. Same thing here for uh, the new uh, the new raids and, and all that. You know, makes sense. Pretty straightforward. In order to more easily distinguish between completed and unfinished achievements, the background color of unfinished achievements have been adjusted. It's very subtle. It's very subtle. Okay. Titles must now be selected by saving changes made to the titles menu. The Adventure Plate interface allows you to create a personalized calling card by which to introduce yourself to other players. A view of a player's plate by targeting them and selecting View Adventure Plate Subcommand. You can see that listed here. And Yoshi P also went into great detail about how this works. Honestly, I'm so excited and how it impacts on PvP and more. I think it's going to be a really good system. Accessing the Adventure Plate interface by selecting the Adventure Plate and uh, Portraits from the character menu. Uh, further design may be attended as a reward for completing quests, challenging duties, and fulfilling other in-game requirements. 
Capture the appearance of your warrior light by customizing poses, movements, and camera angles, backgrounds, framing, lighting, and more. You may save the variety of different portraits to select one and apply to your adventure plate. Uh, plate design. In addition to portraits, you may also customize various design elements of your adventure plate, including backgrounds, patterns, overlays, and portrait frames. You may customize this adventure plate profile with information about your favorite job and playstyle, active hours, and so much more. You set limits to those who uh, may view your adventure plate. By default, your portraits can be viewed by all players. The setting can be restricted to friends only or to no one. The following subcommands are available for setting portraits. Sliding, uh, selects the primary portrait to use your adventure plate. As, a, uh, as this portrait is not updated automatically, your class or job pose and decorative elements chosen will remain unaffected, even should you change jobs or gear. A new primary portrait must be chosen to update your adventure plate. Selects the portrait and reflects your current appearance, such as portraits are used to introduce players at the starting of various duties. As a patch 6.1, they are used to introduce combatants at the beginning of Crystalline and conflict and PvP matches. When linked to a particular gear set, portraits can be set automatically as your instant portrait whenever you equip the gear set. It should be noted that portrait data is saved locally, and as such, any portraits you have created will not have it accessible when playing on a different, uh, different client. Dream Fitting, a feature allowing the Warrior Light to try items from the online store, has been added. Uh, to access the bed in the Enian room by selecting Dream Fitting, you may try on products from the online store individually or by sets of outfits. You may also use the Search for Item subcommand while Dream Fitting. The option to automatically target enemies when executing target-based attacks has been added. Players may choose to prioritize either line of sight or closest target. This is going to be interesting. I'm going to be kind of curious to see how this feels as a controller player. Yeah, saved locally. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. The following adjustments have been made to NPC uh, component system. As long as you remain in the same area, you will no longer become separate from accompanying NPCs while using the Aether Knight or Rising Mounts. The location of conversation points will now also appear on the map. That's handy. The display of gear set names have been adjusted to reflect job and item level individually. Oh, that's handy. That's handy. Yeah, one second. Hold on, please. I have a child at the door. I'll be right back. <laughs> save locally means that it's going to take a little bit to get that data to be able to save on the server. <laughs> uh, I like that they're splitting that out. That's going to be handy. The following additions and adjustments have been made to the uh, currency window. Bicolor gemstones and trophy crystals have been added. The currency settings function has been added, allowing you to customize which currency is displayed in the HUD. Oh, interesting. That's handy. From the drop-down menu, you may select up to five types of currency you wish to display. You may have change which currency is currently being displayed in the HUD by performing either of the following steps. I like this. I like this a lot. This is going to be great. Uh, the following subcommands have been added to the, uh, to the dying interface. Search for item and link. When traveling to a free destination using the Aetherite tickets to teleport, the amount of gill expected will no longer appear in the log window. System notifications, including confirmation and market sales, will no longer display during quest and duty related cutscenes. The notifications can be confirmed in the log window themselves. The renowned period for mentor certifications has ended. Players who have not renewed their certification after the release of 6.0 will no longer be mentors. However, they may be recertified, providing that they meet the current requirements. Once you have fulfilled the updated requirements, speak to one of the smiths in Gridania, Limza, or Ulda, the Hall of Novice, uh, to apply for your mentor certification. New duties have been available to explore a mode, and you can hear a massive list of new dungeons that have been added. That's awesome to see them continue to support that. 
Duties that can be recorded have changed. So the Mother Crystal, the final day, and the fourth Circle Savage. The following adjustments have been made to the Duty Finder. Register via Duty Support has been added. Register via Trust has been added. The following additions have been made to the Trust interface. A button linking to the Duty Finder has been added. A button linking to the Duty Support has been added. Icons allowing you to change check availability of NPC Avatar Glamorous has been added. Glamours are unlocked for NPC Avatars who have attained level 80, and you may change them via the Glamour icons and subcommand menu in the selection menu. A check mark will appear on the icon of the items that have already been obtained and registered. In the event a player spends 30 consecutive days outside of their homeworld by means of homeworld visit, they will be automatically returned to their homeworld upon their next login. Now, additions have been made to the system configuration interface, draw quality, use low detail models on distant objects, LOD, and then the wireless controller settings under the sound and system configuration menu has been renamed to DualSense DualShock 4 settings. The following options have been made to the character configuration menu, target tab, auto target settings, enable full auto target, auto target according to priority. The following options have been removed from the character configuration menu target settings enable auto target when no target specified wireless uh, controllers have become uh, compatible with the operating systems mac mojave catalana big sur and then compatible controllers dual sense and the xbox series x wireless controller i guess these are the operating system oh yeah it says operating systems that's helpful the following uh, text commands have been added and you can see here draw sheath determined content adventure plate portrait additions have been made to the auto translation dictionary additions have been made to the playstation 4 and 5 autocomplete dictionary new trophies have been added for playstation 5 new music sound effects and voices have been added immerse spatial audio is now compatible with multi-channel challenge cards when you enable the immerse game pack on the multi-channel card you will no longer be required to manually select channels instead channels will be automatically adjusted to optimal experience Upon enabling immersive spatial audio and equalizer mode will be automatically set to standard. Accounts with entry subscriptions can now create up to eight characters per world. That is a massive, massive amount of patch notes. And I do thank you guys if you've stuck with me through this reading. So at this time, what the plan is, is we're going to go head over to uh, work to game over on Twitch. I'm going to play a little bit of 6-1 preparation. That's going to be, I'm thinking of a deal with Black Mage. Maybe do some a little bit of flying. I do have meetings and work today. Actually, let me pull up my calendar to see exactly how much time I have available to me. Where is my calendar? Let's see here. All right. And today, okay, cool. I do have like about an hour, an hour and a half. So I'm going to put the link here, guys, if you aren't following over on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash work to game. And uh, I'm going to go check on the kids real quick. Make sure that they've got everything they need. Thanks so much for being here for the, uh, you know, the patch notes. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Hopefully I'll see you next time. But until then, take care.